This podcast is powered by The Plug. Good morning, It is Saturday. Oh, my God. It is Saturday. Mm-hmm. It is um what's today's date? Is the 16th. Oh my god, taxes are due. It was due yesterday, deadline. Yeah, day before Easter. Really? For those that celebrate Easter. Happy Passover to everybody. Yeah. Well, before we get into that, so uh, you know, I I, I just you know, I rig- originally filed my taxes in like February when I got them, but uh you know, I just didn't go back because they were like, you owe money. And I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm, I'm going to just itemize the whole thing. But H&R Block called me the other day and they were like, hey, uh, are you going to come do your taxes? I said, yeah, but not with you. So I got to I guess I got to file extension now. So, um, uh, Shelly, did you do your taxes? Hell yeah, I got rid of them. Uh, <laughs> I didn't get all that money like I invested, but I you didn't, didn't get you didn't get that 40 grand. No. I would have been, I would have, I would have been claiming everybody. How the hell you get twenty grand? How do you get fifteen? You should have been claiming everybody. I would have been at QT. I would have been like, uh, can I claim you? I know you're on here on the street corner, but can I claim you? What's your social? <laughs> right. <laughs> That's a good idea. Oh, mm-hmm. I'll, sp- yeah, I'll give you twenty percent. Get some money. Hey, yeah. I'll give you some money. What corner you in? What corner are you gonna be in? <laughs> I'll, be there. I'll be there to give me your money. Miss Miss Savage Kitty, Miss Savage Kitty, did you do your taxes? I did not. Oh, you fired. Oh, and, and, and my cousin just chimed in and she said, "Y'all got till Monday. Get them done, Tori Michelle. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you got you got till Thank Monday. Okay. Again. I got till so, Monday. If I remember the stupid law, it's got to be the the stamp. If you mail your taxes, right, it's got to be on that. It's got to have Monday's date on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, there, well, there you go. Monday, Monday, Monday. There you go. You got a couple days. It is Easter coming up. Uh, Sunday. Yesterday was Good Friday. I did eat meat, and I so I'm go- I am going to hell according to the Pope of Rome. Um, <laughs> So <clears throat> I know we didn't talk, we didn't really put that on there, but uh, um, you know, I, you know, I think I'm a modest Catholic. I don't think I'm like a, you know, I don't, I don't have walk around with a Bible, right? I'm not a Jehovah, but I did it. I did eat, did eat meat. If my grandmother was still alive, she would have been so pissed at me. Mm-mm. Yeah. So, so, uh, I, I, Shelly, I ever asked you, what is your, what were your, what were you born? What religion, of course? Um, when know, I was religion. younger, we, uh, I was raised Catholic. And then okay. I went to, uh, as I got older, I went to non-denominational. Okay. Yeah. But my mother is um, a traditional <coughs> Catholic. And then <coughs> my future son-in-law is a. <coughs> Are you okay over there? <coughs> yeah. Allergies. <clears throat> you know, those allergies. So you were, you were born Catholic. Mm-hmm. Uh and I know Tori was born Catholic. So did you did you did you uh eat in the did you uh eat meat yesterday? Yeah. On Good Friday? Did I you? ate that I ate the pasta with the sausage that Tori made. Oh, okay. Oh <laughs> uh, well, you know, according to the Pope, you are going to close hell. To God's way, you know. <laughs> You're going to hell. Um <laughs> well, at least you'll be full. I yeah. was. I was. How about you, uh, Tori? I know you were. You told me you texted me yesterday, and I talked to you yesterday, and you said you were feeling sick. So, um, I don't think you ate anything, did you? Um, I did. Eat, the only thing I ate was a small piece of chicken. So I made chicken salad the night before, and there was like a little piece of chicken left over. I put in the fridge. But yesterday, I <clears throat> I ate. Other than that, that's the only thing I ate. So I'm really going to hell because I just had nothing but vitamins and hot tea um, and liquid <clears throat> yesterday. So okay, yeah, I'm going to hell. Okay. Going to hell. Going to hell. Going so to hell yeah, you know, I was. You know, I, I think I've said many times on the on this show. You know, I was. Um, 
know if I I think I was watching Sleepers the other day, one of my favorite movies, and the little boys, the two brother or the two best friends, uh, wanted to be altar boys. You know, it was really fascinating to be an altar boy. But you know, I I, I was always a good Catholic when when I was in from kindergarten to eighth grade. Uh, but in the, one of the scenes where uh, they wanted to be priests, they the they got kind of turned on. Not turned on. I don't know if that's a good word to use, but they were intru- they were intrigued to hear confessions. I never thought of that. You're like, you know what I mean? Like you're kind of like God, right? Because you're hearing strangers' confessions. Oh, I slept with my neighbor you know, or whatever, you know, I masturbated eight times yesterday, whatever the case is, but that's kind of, it's kind of intriguing to be a priest, right? So the priests actually have this great power, right? They can bless you away from all your sins and they can hear your confessions. Um, did you ever get, did you ever, did you, were you ever in a confession booth, Shelly? Did you ever no. go confess? Mm-mm, no, you no. Oh, okay. I was one of the stubborn kids because I was like, why do you have to sit, stand, and kneel? And then I was always like hungry, like I am today. So let's let's tell everybody on the show. Shelly has to eat every three hours. She's like a baby. So if not, you know, she gets hangry. She gets yeah. really hangry. Whenever we travel together, she got to have she got to have fruit snacks. Day. She's gonna have Listen, fruit snacks. She's gotta have her snacks. She gotta have her breakfast. Now, when we get in the car, she'll look over at me and go, "You're gonna feed me today, right?" Because <laughs> <laughs> Tori will be like, "I'm like, hey, I'm hungry," and she literally just keeps on driving. I'm like, "Yo, I'm hungry." But this last trip, she actually fed me. I was like, I she, was, she was very courteous and considerate, and she was like, "You want to go eat?" I was like, "Oh, yes." <laughs> so, Before anything started, so, I'm like, okay, I gotta feed this bitch first. <laughs> so that was the most, the most nervous racking as a child to go confess, right? The first time because the nuns take you over there and they say, okay, you gotta say your sins. And I remember going in there and the priest said, oh, well, you know, son, what is your sins? And I was like, I don't know what I what did I do? Like I didn't do anything. Like what what you know what I didn't. You know, and and you have to think of something that you did against God or against your mother, or your father. Uh, how about you, Tori? Were you were you in the confession booth? What was yeah, the craziest, to- what was mm-hmm. the craziest confession that you ever? I went to Catholic school, so we went to we went to church. Every yeah, we morning. went to church. Yeah, every morning. Yeah, we went to church every morning, <laughs> and then we had confession like every so every so many Often. weeks. Yeah, and um. I'm going to admit there's times where I couldn't remember. I was like, you know what? Well, I mean, I'm going to keep repeating this. So I'm just going to make some shit up. Yeah. Right. Makes I was sense. A kid, and so I just say the same shit. Um, I don't think I ever really told, told on myself. Cause my mom already whooped my ass for what I did. God knew. Right. God done knew that I stole something or that I did something bad. Right. You know, I, I said a cuss word or I, Whatever the fuck I did. I don't even remember back then, right? So, I mean, it wasn't like I was making it up because I didn't do that. I just don't know if it was at that time, right? right? So I just said this. I, so, yeah, and then I the priest would tell you. Four times. Right. Um, I didn't listen to my mother six times. Well, it might only been four, but I still didn't listen, right? And I had mm-hmm. two on credit and two on right. credit. So, right. yeah, so basically like that. I, there was never anything crazy. As if I, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I did. And if I did do it, my mom already put my ass for it. So, here mm-hmm. Knows who I and am. then the priest would say, you got to say, you know, four Hail Marys. You got to da da da. You got to do this. You got to do that. And I'm like, yeah. Uh, doing that anyway. Yeah, every day. You got to yeah, do a, your I rosary. Do I would, yeah, I still do that. I would still say my <laughs> and all of that. So, but. yeah, my grandmother was the person that walked around with a rosary on her, you know, in her hand. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, my oh. great grandmother would sit every Sunday in the chair, every yeah. night, every night, any night yeah. I saw her. Yeah, my grandmother was always praying. So I was, yeah, yeah. She was a good cat. Always praying. Anytime I went somewhere, she would, you know, you know, 
telling me God be with you and all kinds mm -hmm. of stuff. She so, was def she was definitely the the Yoda of Catholic religion. Yeah, according to one, me, I, my one great grandma. She was awesome, right? She well, they were both good, but the one was just she was so great. Um, and yeah. she prayed the you know the rosary, and she never passed judgment on you. And then the other yeah. one. I'd ask, you know, she. I'd say, "Hey, how are you, Grandma? Oh, you're, oh, dear, you're living in sin." I'm like, "Fuck, yeah, you're living in sin." <laughs> All you're right, well, sin. thanks for doing that, Grandma. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Grandma. Yeah, yeah. why did I even ask? Yeah, you could. You, you know what? Uh, did you ever go? Did you ever go? Your grandma, you'd be like, uh, yeah, grandma, I, I ate that guy's ass out. Okay, so only paper cups from here on. Don't you cannot <laughs> you can you cannot she use my that. you cannot use my cups anymore. <laughs> All four little brothers fucked me up if I said some shit like that. <laughs> oh. yeah, grandma's super short too. Not, nobody's yeah. over five foot. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, my grandma was always uh via con Dios, you know, go with God. I'm like, ay, 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 don't tell me that. <laughs> I was just got in trouble when it was time for the Vigil of Guadalupe, and they were like, you can't have your back towards her. I was like, what are you talking about? And they were like, hey, look at the holy water on you. You need it. I was like, okay. Because I was anybody, hey, Can anybody translate that for me, please? I, I'm just wondering. I don't know what that is. I don't even know what that is. That's Arabic. Yeah, put that translation so we can see what you're saying, buddy. I don't know how to do that. It says our, something our, about nine nine one nine. He's got something. a phone number and everything. Yeah, hey, he got a phone number. That means yeah. we being listened to an Iraq motherfucker. Yeah, what? Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> so um as yesterday I yesterday I was looking at the timeline talking about Easter, but I seen every all the floods of Easter bunny pictures. Mm -hmm. uh, I, you always see the so my I have a, a picture of my little one uh, Natalia where she's with Santa Claus and she's like screaming her head off like she's like who's this fucking who's this fucking guy? But I saw some I, I think I saw a picture and uh, a little boy was sitting on an Easter bunny and he was screaming, but. Uh, so do you have any uh, Easter crazy moments uh, where you the kids didn't like the Easter bunny or uh, Easter gang hunt games or anything like that? Ladies? All they wanted was that golden egg. They knew yeah. there was some money in that egg. They were like, give me the golden egg. Where is it? They would like fight to hunt for that, that egg. Yeah. yeah. No, my kids never really cried when they sat on the Easter bunny or Santa's lap. Probably because I prepped them. And, you know... They they knew they were about to get some shit. So Zach had a whole list, right? He thought Easter was like the second Christmas. He was ready to right. tell I want a Hot Wheel. I want a Power Wheel, you know, Jeep. I want a dirt bike. He was asking for big shit to the Easter money. So right. they're never crying. Mm -mm. I do have a picture of me, though, on Santa's lap. And it's me and my, my younger sister. And um, I'm side-eyeing him with the, like, this fucking guy, like I even knew it, like, mm -hmm. and I have a picture like that, like I'm like this fake motherfucker. Um, but other than that, no, we don't have any of those epic crying pictures, not that I know of. Maybe I should right. pitch one of my kids just to get him a cry. <laughs> I know it's me, I don't care. So mm, I don't have any of those. They are funny though. There is the there is um. <laughs> A feed, if you Google it, uh, hilarious Easter Bunny pictures, and right. it's a whole feed, probably like 50 to 100 photos of photos from the past of crazy Easter Bunnies. Have you guys seen those? Like, they mm -hmm. look like demons, right? They look, they don't look like everyday Easter Bunnies now the, in the current. Right. They, they're like from the 1920s, right? 1930s. Looks like some generic ass spooky shit. Right. They're scary as hell. And these kids are like terrified. Mm. It's a, it's a really good one. You guys gotta look it up. That's it's great. really it, the kids look terrified. I know it's mean, but it's funny as fuck to see. So So I I you know, Good Friday, of course. I don't remember the historic thing, but you know, tomorrow uh Jesus has risen. You will see all those posts. Mm -hmm. Uh, here's uh, here's Jesus. Uh, if they had to uh, redo Jesus as of today, so here's oh, Jesus. Yeah, here goes the blasphemy. 
There you go. <laughs> what you got for me today? I've been good. Talk good to me, brother. You know the world is yours, man. Whatever you want, man. I need the limit to the bottle. What did you get me today? I got kindness. I got compassion. And I got love for all mankind. You better get up on some of that, man. Nobody want no shit like that. You got the nerve walking around with all that brown on, looking like a UPS man. Nigga want Kenobi. Tell her that in the air, Kayla. He too hard, boy. I still love your bitch ass. Nope. Tell me something. Does Africa stink? I'm just saying. Like, I always imagine Africa to be musty than the mother. Yeah, that is really offensive. offensive. I can't, I can't <laughs> put all that dirty monkey shit. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't tired. I think it's cool with your girl. So there's, a, there's a black, there goes black Jesus. Black Jesus. Black Jesus. All right, let's get into the show. I got to hurry. I got to put this on speed, fast control. So Biden administration resumes leasing for oil and gas drilling federal lands. So basically what this story is about is, you know, they got to drill some places that they haven't tapped or they haven't used because uh, they are federal lands. Um, you know, gas prices are still high. They said they are going down. Um, any uh, what was the last time you filled up, Shelly, and how much did you spend? A hundred and twenty dollars. A hundred and twenty dollars. We're going to have to put a layaway at the pump. Can Man. we put that on? Credit, what's going on? That would be nice. It would really be nice. One credit, yeah. one credit every week. Well, I know uh, you guys went back to Michigan. Gas prices were a little cheaper, correct? Yeah, like three forty nine. Okay. Yeah, they were sixty nine. I think we only saw one. I think three ninety nine. Three ninety nine was the highest I saw. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah, we were like, <clears throat> you know, we remember those days. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, I, I filled up. Um, difference. I actually got it for four forty nine the other day, four fifty five, which is actually on the low end because um, I've been oh, I've been um, paying on the higher end, almost close like four eighty nine. Uh, mm -hmm. So depending, I, I go to Costco almost every day. Um, okay, but okay. So I don't know if it's just me, and maybe it's because I really do paying attention. But so the other day, I got gas at Fry's, which for those of you who don't know is like Kroger. It's your Kroger points, right? Kroger. So it was four fifty five. I got ten cents off, which would have made it four forty five. Cheapest I've gotten in a while here in Arizona, and sixty dollars still only gave me a half tank. Mm. And I'm wondering how, because I get a half tank at 460. So do you guys ever feel like some gas places jip you? Yes, mm. because honestly, I think when I put gas like at um, Circle K or QT, mm -hmm. it burns quicker than the gas that I get at Costco. Okay. Mm. Yeah, like I, I'm like- I think like I should have got way more, at least, at least half of a quarter. Right. Um, right. Just because I watch it so much at the price it is. And nowadays I let that shit and not always, but I, a lot of times my shit's down to E before I fill up because mm -hmm. for two reasons, one, I'm trying to make it to a Costco or somewhere cheaper. Right. And I refuse mm -hmm. to fucking stop. I will ride that reserve out. Right. My truck tells me how long I have. Right. And two, because it's so high, I want to be able to calculate how far I can stretch my money. So if I start at zero, it allows me to calculate how much more I'm going to get, where it's going to put me, you know, where $60 is going to put me, where 120 is going to put me, where 130 is going to put me. So when I put in that $60 the other day at 445 and I only got a half tank, I think I was on the phone with you, Shell. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Mm -hmm. I feel like I feel like they they get you, especially when you drive a big vehicle and yes. you're paying attention, right? When you drive a smaller car or a regular car, I don't think you really pay attention as much because 
I mean, y'all kind of got it made. You're over here bitching about 15 more dollars. Right. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. What are you guys paying? An extra 15, a 20, a deuce? Like, I'm out here doubled my shit in gas. Double, 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 double. Yeah. So, and I saw this thing the other day. So I've been really like, I'm going to try my hardest to do it. I don't know how well it's going to go, but I've been on this like trying to get back in touch with my gratitude and living from a place of gratitude at all times. It's been very hard since the passing of my son and just a lot of things that have happened to me to look at something and just be grateful. Right. And not think like, Oh, fuck this. I'm going back to bed. So, um, somebody said something about when you get to the gas pump, don't be, don't be shitty about the price. Say thank you for at least having a car to fill up, right? At least being able to put $60 in. Cause there was a time probably where all of us was like 60 bucks. We got to make this shit stretch, right? We got to eat on this. We knew this is for the week. So I'm really trying to not go, what the fuck? 450 motherfucker. Right. Cause that was me. That's literally me. I motherfucked the gas station a million times. So we're going to say, Oh, 450. I get to put in my brand new truck. Yay. Mm. Yay. Yay. <laughs> I'm, trying Yay. I'm trying to be more grateful. All right. Well, yeah, here's Biden. Biden had another rough week with Thanks, 60%, 60% of employees that are leaving their jobs voluntarily. Here you go. Bruce Biden hit with another terrible week. Tammy Bruce discusses Biden's falling poll numbers with key demographics Democrats need to win elections on Hannity. Tammy Bruce dives into another poor week of polling for President Biden, showing him with low numbers among Gen Z millennials and only 26% approval with Hispanics on Hannity. Tammy Bruce, tonight we are at the bitter end of yet another terrible week for Joe Biden. Dreadful economic news. Mayhem at the southern border and poll numbers lower than ever before. Not only is Biden underwater by double digits in five new polls, but he is also struggling in two key demographics that Democrats desperately need to win elections. According to a Quinnipiac, only 26% of Hispanics now prove of Biden's performance in the... So it looks like Biden is, is, is uh, I guess, a bad word on a lot of people's mouth, coming on their tongues, on their mouths, on their lips, but... I got to be honest with you. I think I don't think he's gonna uh, run for re-election. I think he's I done. Care. I don't think he's done. Uh-huh. I think he's just like you know what. This was a shit storm, and I'm not staying another four years to clean it up. So there you go. <coughs> I agree. I agree. <coughs> <No>. <coughs> right? Yeah, but say? even there, there, he is old. He's old. Like, right. Yeah, he's old. Even if he did and people liked him, I still don't think that they would go for him just because he's old. Right. But also, I think something's going on with him because, like, he was, um, it was a news clipping I was watching of him. And then after he got done with the speech, he turned around and had his hand extended like he wanted someone to shake his hand, but there was nobody there. Like, mm. what the hell's wrong with you, boy? <laughs> yeah. National TV. Everybody, there is yeah. nobody there. So this is one of the stories that I put. U.S. military confirms an interstellar meteor collided with Earth. What is an interstellar meteor? Researchers discovered the first known interstellar meteor on ever on Earth, according to recently released United States uh, Space Command document. An interstellar meteor is a space rocket that originates from outside our solar system. Oh, so that's what it means. Uh, I don't know. I mean, you keep seeing these stories, of course, you know, uh, uh, well, you got this meteor or whatever, but you keep seeing these stories now that, uh, you know, the government's kind of acknowledging that, hey, you know what? There might be some aliens. You know what I mean? There might be, there might be some aliens. So there you go. It absolutely is. We are it so is. not alone. We're like a speck. We're mm-hmm. speck in the universe. So interstellar. Right? So it came from another universe, another galaxy. Okay. That's crazy. I think they're just trying to let everything else gradually introduce that and validate that what everybody already knew that mm-hmm. there is another species out there besides human. And so, I, you know, so, they're very strategic about how they want to, you know, send out their information. So, because I mean, they got stuff. They got. They stuff. said somebody told me that they believe that all the other. They said aliens from another universe all look like Kim Kardashian. 
Oh, big booty, titties. <laughs> big booty and big titties. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it could be that bad, would it? Yeah. Oh, That's not funny. when they start lasering your ass and lasering. <laughs> is it like laser, like light bulb laser or hair removal? Mm -hmm. Or is it like oh, sound waves telepathic to you and you start tripping? <laughs> so there was a there was a there was a fifty thousand dollar reward for the guy that went crazy in the subway in New York. So uh they said it's gonna be split five ways because there was five different people that uh, I guess turned them in, so uh, they have to split it five different ways. I'd be like, you know what? I was first. I was, I was first. first. Give me my motherfucking money. Mm -hmm. I was first. This motherfucker crazy. Tried to help me. I I was first. I was first. Yeah. Do you think it should be split? No, I think they should give everybody fifty thousand. Okay, there Agreed. you go. That's Agreed. fair. Because they, they didn't specify that if five people found it, they would have to split it, or anybody mm -hmm. else was involved with that information would have to split it. I'd be like, it's $50,000 right. reward. Where's my right. $50,000? Right. Where's what right. they yeah, that's a good point. Where's that's my a good point. That's I'd be like, point. I want to see the fine print. <laughs> yeah, let me, see the, let me see the rules. So are you that person when you go to Walmart? And they say, oh, I'm sorry. Unfortunately, we, we can't return that because it doesn't follow. Okay, so let me see that policy. Can I see that policy? You want to see it in writing? Yeah. I got yeah. questions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got questions. You're going to have to there. I got questions. And then most of the people, most of the time, the people that are they're like, uh, I don't know, shit. I don't, is it on the wall? No, it's not on the wall. Yeah. Then what do you do? You got to return it. I take control of the situation. I said, okay, so can you give that to me for that price? Yeah. I just speak right over them. Yeah. I, I promise you, my um, we were at Walmart. My daughter got one of those nice um, <laughs> Insta ovens. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. Sexy. On her, um, she scanned it on her phone and it said 125, right? Mm. But it ran, uh, rang up as like 150 something. I was like, oh, go get the lady. And we showed her the phone, and they were like, "Damn!" I'm like, "Yep, cut that thirty dollars off of it." Just uh huh. Ahead. That's how. So if I'm in an aisle and I know that it's not labeled properly, and I'm getting something, I take a picture of it with my phone, and then I bring it to the front. I'll wait till I get through the line, and if it rings up the wrong price, like if it rings up what it was advertised for, even though it's not the right price, I don't say anything. But if it rings up wrong, I'm like, uh-uh, it's right here. Aisle such and such, it's right there. Um, I took a picture of it. And I don't think anytime I've ever taken a picture of it, because normally they send somebody, right? Let me, we need a price track, aisle, blah, 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 right? So if you take a picture of it, I've never had them go, oh, well, we're going to send somebody over to the double check. They just look at the picture and see that I snapped the picture and I like do like a zoom out. I do like two. They're like, okay, give it to her for that. But in some states, and I don't know about here in Arizona, but in some states, if they overcharge you, like say you go through the line and it's a $20 item and they charged right. you 40, right? They charged you over the $20. They have to pay you back. Like, I think it's like three times or three and a half times the amount they double charged you. They don't do that shit here. Yeah, mm -hmm. there's a like a over, I, I, I don't know what it's called, um, but it's like a, an overcharged um, penalty that the store has to pay if they overcharge you, and it's to get them to stop gouging customers. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Makes mm -hmm. sense. So I know we talked about this on prior show that South Carolina gives you the choice whether a firing squad or elected chair. So if South Carolina defro inmate, uh, inmate picks firing squad over electric chair, then Columbus, South Carolina, South Carolina prisoner scheduled to be the first man executed in the state more than a decade has decided to die by firing squad. What do y'all think crazy. about that? No, that shit hurts. Because what about That's if you don't crazy. shoot me in where I die instantly? You're feeling all that. So you so you're saying when you're in the firing squad, you want to die instantly. You don't want to die no, because of wounds. Don't. You don't want to die because you've been shot in the chest like ten times. Right. You, you don't want no no pain. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Take me out, nice and quiet. So good. Yeah, if I I would want lethal injection or 
What about hanging? Electrocution, because electrocution sounds very fucking painful too. What about yeah. hanging? Everything's popping. Hanging no. Hanging no. That was crazy because I was talking to my son about that too. And I was like, why would he do that? I heard yeah. you uh when you get hang you get hung back in the day, you mess yourself. They yeah. said you shit on you shit on yourself. You mess yourself when you die. Yeah. yeah. Your boundary. Yeah. No. So I would not definitely not firing squad because if they don't they don't take me out immediately, I'm feeling all of that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I need a a, a sniper. A sniper. Yeah. To hit right, right. right. You got one shot, you make it count. <laughs> you got one job, buddy. Right. Don't let me down. So <laughs> a star, a star is on a rise. I have the worst world's longest legs. They're almost the same height as Danny DeVito. I only, I have an OnlyFans at nineteen, specifically for that reason. Uh, so she's got the longest legs. You got to check this picture out. Um, I'm like, oh my god, she's taller. Her legs are taller than Danny DeVito's. What kind of shit is that? There it is. You see her. (laughs) She got spider legs. So she's she's six ten. Oh my god. She has a condition. It's called something, and now of course I don't remember the name of it. Um. But look at the, how long her arms are, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they have to be. condition. A friend of mine, um, we I were just, just talking about she, that. You know what? I just realized she's got big hands, so she makes my cock look extra small. <laughs> <laughs> she's got, she's just got long. I want to um, know how big them look fucking feet. Look at her feet. feet. Her feet are literally the length of his arm. So she got thirteen. <clears throat> nah, that shit looked like she about eight hundreds. Eighteens. Mm. That bitch can snatch a fish going upstream with those feet. Yeah. No, yeah. she has. Um, she has a condition mm. that. It, yeah, a lot. Of, there's a lot of people in the world that have that. They where their limbs are super long. They don't stop growing. There's always like she's only nineteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. The condition is not life um, <clears throat> matter type of situation, is it? Or is it just no. that she just has those, that growth spurt? Yeah. Well, she just never stops really growing. Her stuff mm. is always like she's always um, in that stage of being able to be stretched even more. Mor- Morpheans? It's called something like that. Um, I actually know a few people that have it. That's how I know about it. Mm, mm, mm. Um, their kids have extra long limbs. Um, some of them have it like it's it's a genetic, right? So it's passed right. down by somebody. Uh, somebody okay. in the family has it. Um, but usually you notice it in the kids. Like all their kids are like super tall, long, kind of gangly. You know, like well, mm-hmm. clearly gangly limbs. Um, some have it worse. Like you got a kid in sixth grade that's fucking seven foot tall. Um, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. yeah. That's crazy. They're making the basketball team, though. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so New York Public Library makes some banned books for free to all. So New York Public Library announced this week they will make some commonly banned books available uh, for free in response to increased attempts to ban books across the nation. What it what the, what it matters is typically books NYPL are available only in New York who have library cards, but anyone can access the books. Blah blah blah. So these are the these are the four books that were banned. Speak by Larry Hulse, King and the Dragonfly, Stamped, Racism, uh, The Catcher in the Rye. I wonder why these books are banned. Is it because they're not politically correct or they're uh, that's what it looks like? Because I remember uh, the catcher in the rye. I think it's because, you know, it was written so long ago. It has a lot of racism stuff in it. Do you think that's the reason why these books have been banned? I didn't even know that books can be banned. Really? You can't. You can't. You can't get them. They're giving them away for free. 
they're giving them for free, yeah, because they don't they're not in the li- you can't rent them it, you can't get them in the library anymore. So just gonna give them to whoever wants them. Hmm. That's different. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, because there's I mean, throughout history, there's a lot of books that were written 200 years ago that were racist, right? They weren't politically correct, mm-hmm. you know, all mm-hmm. saying all kinds of things. Uh, and I guess that makes sense. They just don't want them in the uh, libraries anymore. You know what I mean? They don't want to give them the availability. If you want them, you could order them online, but you can't go access them at a public library. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, I know, Tori, uh, you sent me the story. Atlanta rapper Archie Eversole fatally shot by his brother. <laughs> Yeah. What is going on here? I, 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 you know, I was like, wait, what? What the fuck happened? Yeah, he was fatally shot by his brother. Um, I'm not really sure if the brother turned himself in. I didn't catch that part of the story, but um, yeah, basically that's it. He was shot by his brother. Like what? I'm just recalled a gas station station March 25th. Fawn Arthur yeah, Archie. You arguing. Mysterious wounds. Uh, Everson was taken to the hospital. He died from wounds on April 3rd. Everson's brother, Alex, uh, Alexander, has been charged with murder, was arrested without incident less than a quarter mile away. The the night of the shooting officially says it wasn't unclear whether Cross had an attorney. Uh, Yeah, he shot his brother. They were arguing. Okay. I read in an article they were arguing, and I didn't see that he was arrested away from there. I, that's why I didn't know if he had turned himself in or not, but um, I read that they were arguing. Mm. Uh, that's crazy. Shot his, shot his own brother. Am I am I your brother's keeper? Yes, I am. Boom. Crazy as hell. Oh. Okay. So the next story is uh, Kim Kardashian sobs over possible new sex tape worrying Ray J might have used a foreign object while she was sleeping. You know, I got to be honest with you. This is to me, to me, I think it's stupid because, um, you know, I was talking to Tori the other day and I told her this was when you have children and you made a sex tape, a lot of this shit that was cool back then that made you a celebrity might not be cool because you have children now. Mm -hmm. So, she is feeling the backlash of this stuff now. And, you know, I'm not saying it's going to hurt her career, but it, I think it does, you know, it does uh, make her probably reflect of why I made this sex tape. Now I have children. I mean, don't you guys think? Yeah. But my whole thing is, is like her sex tape is so old. Like how, why, why even bring up more? Like, yeah. Why is it even relevant? anymore? Like, I don't like, what is Ray J trying to get out of it besides money, you know? Mm, yeah. And he's not even thinking about, even though she, it happened in her early twenties. So now that she's older, she's, she's established. She has a family. Why do you want to tarnish her anymore? She, she already knows what she did. I mean, would he want his, uh, somebody to exploit him in front of his, his family and his children? I don't yeah. think he's like thinking that out. Cause I mean, she did what she did. She, she, she gained from it, but, why you got to keep on having to relive it, you know, mm-hmm. years later yeah. makes absolutely no sense. Here, here's the uh, video I'm going to play. What do we do, Marty? Marty, let's say it's a brand new kid that Kim doesn't even know exists. No, sorry. Let me share it. Mm-mm. I mean, I, I'm 99% sure. But the fact that these people keep saying they have a tape, what if I was sleeping and stuck a double on my ass? I don't know. Like, I don't know. 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 I don't Like, it's, it's not. not. So, so I, I just, just want, want it gone. gone. 
I am a mama bear. These, These are, are my children. children. This, this is, is my, my whole life. So there you go. She's stabbing. Oh no. She's human. She has feelings. Uh-huh. And oh. Okay. Ain't no different than Will Smith, you know. He's human. He slapped the shit out of somebody. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Does he have to replay the the video? That shit that never goes doesn't get offline. It's like right. People do it. Yeah. Have a great night, Sharon. Oh. Human, right? Just because they're so. If your provider That's doesn't value you your time, switch to one. There you oh. go. Karen was calling. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We're all human, right? She's human too. And we've all done things in our past that <clears throat> at the time doing it, we don't think it's going to creep back up on us. You know, we're like, everyone cares. Thank God there was no cameras and it wasn't a thing to videotape shit back in 20 the day. Years ago for me. Oh, Lord. Lord. <laughs> oh, I, just gotta, I, I just got to, I just got to. I just got a video, uh, uh, Tori, that Lonnie just sent me. So hold on. Let me play it. Stupid. Yes. <laughs> mm, that's funny. He'd be like somebody, somebody sent this. I need to blackmail your male Tory Savage Kitty. Here's a sex tape from 1994. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm scared to see what the fuck you're about to pop up. So uh, the Negro Leagues Baseball Museum president on why Dodgers signed Jackie Robinson over Satchel uh, Page. Um, here you go. Negro Leagues Baseball Museum president on why Dodgers signed Jackie Robinson over Satchel Page. Major League Baseball will celebrate and honor the legacy of Jackie Robinson Friday, 75 years after he broke the color barrier and became the first African-American to play in the major. Negro League's Baseball Museum President Bob Kendrick appeared on the Dia Show Friday to talk about how Robinson joined the Brooklyn Dodgers and team president Branch Rickey's decision to sign the infielder over the likes of Satchel Page. According to baseball reference data, Page played in the Negro Leagues from 1927 to 1947 before he joined the Cleveland Indians in 1948. Page played for the Birmingham Black Barons, Cleveland Cubs, Pittsburgh Crowfords, New York Black Yankees, Memphis Red Sox, and the Kansas City Monarchs. He's considered to be among the best baseball pitchers of all time. Kendrick said on the radio show, Page was hurt. Robinson got the call to the majors in 1947. But by that time, Page was already approaching 40 years old. Satchel Page was hurt. Satchel Page was a teammate of Jackie's with the Kansas City Monarchs in 1945, Kendrick said. Satchel, in many respects, was the Negro Leagues. He was the Negro League's biggest star. So in his mind, he should have been the god. But there was no way that they were going to take Satchel. It was too easy for the owners to say he was too old. I think Satchel was also a little too charismatic. You couldn't bring that level of charisma. It was too great a risk that a pitcher might fail. And the first guy can't fail, because if the first guy fails, then there's no second guy. They were waiting for failure. So Branch Rickey had a double difficult task of identifying the right guy because failure wasn't an option on either side of the equation. Page played for the Indians for two years and then, in 1951, joined the St. Louis Browns and finished his career with the Kansas City Athletics in 1965 at the age of 58. He appeared in one game that season, pitching three innings and striking out one. So that's kind of crazy because history could have been changed because if they went with Satchel Page, maybe possibly blacks would have never made he would have been the only one black guy. Maybe he was too uh, charismatic, like they said. Maybe he was too outgoing. Maybe he would have called out some owners. Uh, and then, and, and, like they said, they could have said he was too old. Um, you know, I think American League Baseball made the right choice with Jackie Robinson. Um, but if they would have went with a different player, history could have changed. So mm-hmm. there you go. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. I definitely think they went the, the right player, but it's crazy how they strategically picked that. Right. They were hoping because they were hoping there was going to be some failure, and they're like, "Well, we're going to pick this," and so we still have a backup that we know we can count on. But right. let's go with him because he's not as um, what was the word they used? Um, mm, you said know. charismatic, not as charismatic. Hmm. Right. Hmm. 
<laughs> kind of, kind of crazy. Jokes on you. <laughs> Jackie came third. <laughs> yeah, Jackie yeah, came first. Okay. So as um, as growing up playing hockey, everything. Um, the before there was, you know, of course, I, Gordie Howe was my idol. Uh, but before there was a Gretzky, uh, there was a Mike Bossy. He played for the New York Islanders. They won three Stanley Cups in a row. He recently died uh, at 65 of cancer. So here's the greatest moments of Mike. Yeah, Mike Bossy. One of they say one of the great. Best scores of all time. But here's a great But I think his biggest asset is the shots that he has. Mike is a great anticipator of the situations out there, and he gets himself in a good scoring position. And when I started in the National Hockey League, I wanted to be the best player that I could possibly be, and I worked in that vein ever since I started. Islanders again on that left wing. It's Rocky over the line. He's going to For an all-time great, he could still get a little lost in the shuffle, overlooked at times. Despite being a key component of one of the greatest dynasties in NHL history. But ask yourself one question. Has there, there ever been a more pure and proficient goal scorer than Mike Boss? Boss. Then, then look, look at the numbers and then ask yourself again. Bossy grew up in Montreal and was, and was a prodigy from the beginning. As a five-year-old, he once scored 23 goals in a single game, playing junior hockey in Laval. He scored 308 goals in four full seasons and took a beating every game as his opposing teams and their coaches tried to neutralize his skills inside or outside the rules. It was a battle that Bosnia would be forced to fight for the rest of his career. Some pro scouts discounted Bosnia's scoring stats, the offense-heavy QMJHL, and wondered whether he had the strength and durability to survive playing against men in an NHL that was much more predatory than it is today. That skepticism prevailed on draft day in 1977. His hometown Montreal Canadiens passed on with their first pick. The New York Islanders held the number 15 pick, and Bill Torrey never imagined Bossy would be available there. The timing was right for us. We had built a pretty solid defensive team. We had built a team that was strong up front uh, from a size standpoint, but we did lack someone who could put the puck in the net on a consistent basis. I told him if I was to play regular, I was going to go out and get 50 goals. Once I got to training camp, uh, you know, that confidence just kept on building. At his first training camp, Bossy was matched with a gifted young center named Brian Trotje and an intimidating power forward named Clark Gillies. They became the Trio Grande. From their inception, one of the best lines in the sport. Mark Gillies on the way to the going for the goal and score! And that was set up beautifully by Gillies in the slot. So it, it seems like it's a long video, but... Uh, uh, He's pretty talented. Yeah, Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got overshadowed by Gretzky a couple years later because uh, Gretzky, you know, was drafted by the Edmonton Oilers and then, you know, one of the greatest hockey players, the great one of all time. So, but yeah, so he was mm-hmm. overshadowed, but he he did recently pass and he was a great uh, <clears throat> he was a great hockey player. So he won scored three, twenty three goals when he was five years old. Years old. Yeah, it's not crazy. That's cool. <laughs> crazy. Wow, it's so crazy he was young too. Yeah. yeah. No, you look at hockey players, they take such a beating, their their age doesn't reflect their body. You know, right. I mean you could tell his face though. He looked like he, he went head in on a lot of shit. His face was a little no. freak. <laughs> but, so but this moves on to a topic of the of the show. Should a should your husband or wifey do duties if you're not married? Here's a video that read I wanted that to play, play for you. Because I'm no oh, did I go ahead? Read it right. Read that wrong. Wrong. 
Don't do white white duties duties and her her prices. prices. No one told you to do his laundry on a day-to-day basis. No No one told you to clean his house on a day-to-day basis. No one told you to do the grocery shopping. No one told you to do none of that. No one told you to operate his business, none of that. But y'all run and took cohabitation and then expect not to do anything in your time. Y'all know cohabitation often kills a man's motivation to marry, right? Doesn't, Doesn't he have, have to show you that he's worthy of being your husband? Don't, Don't get me wrong. Yes, yes, he should not get away from your femininity. Yes, yes, he should continue to pursue you. Yes, he should be consistent. Yes, he should still display wise leadership skills. What aren't those husband duties? Exactly. Women don't want to do something that they claim is wife duties, but you all the while, you want this man to exemplify Husband duties by then don't, don't expect, expect your boyfriend, boyfriend to do husband duties. That means you pay for your stuff, he pay for his stuff. You're not his wife, so you're not obligated to pay for anything for you. Don't expect certain things that a wife would get because you're not a wife, right? And you don't want to do wifely duties, so keep the same energy. Okay, so you re-re- you reread it, Tori, because you, you said I read it wrong, so you reread it. Yeah, so you what, said, oh, should your boyfriend or girlfriend do white should you if you should your boyfriend or girlfriend or significant other do husband or wifey duties if you're not married you said should your husband or wife but okay, sorry. your boyfriend or girlfriend <laughs> significant other if you're not married so, so what what is what is i'll let you speak first or what is your thoughts i'll go on this one okay so Okay. Okay. So you were, wait a minute. Well, we could do show cause show, so you just recently broke up with a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, tell me your thoughts. And was that, uh, was it, was the consistency there? Is that the reason why you broke up? Yeah. Consistency is, is huge with me. And so, um, lack of consistency, uh, really kind of t- tarnished our situation, but okay. it's just, um, so should you do wifey duties if you're not married? And should he, uh, a boyfriend, do husband duties if you're not married? Where's the where's the line? Well, um, this is just my belief for my own personal. There's some things I will do for my boyfriend, but there's just some things I hold back for my husband. You know, what, just, is that anal? It could be a oh. lot of things, shit, you know. Hey, I, I have like a whole list of shit I would like to do with my husband, right? Do with my boyfriend, because then I feel like I, I've given myself everything to somebody I'm not even going to be with. And here's my husband, and I'm like, well, I'm pretty experienced. And then in my head, I'm thinking, well, how? What is he thinking? Oh, how experienced is she? And she just willing to just do this with anybody? He don't have no special moments. <laughs> I'll try to give him some special moments. Okay. What about I thought you? I thought you, I thought you were going to say anal. I thought you were going to say anal. I'm not going to swallow it. I'm going to spit it right back at you. Oh, oh, I'm a wife. Yeah, that's okay. 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 Yeah, that's fine. What about how, what about non-sexual things that are <laughs> that, that wives do like laundry or, or girlfriends do right laundry house cooking cleaning, organizing things like that cooking what do you think i think that that part is good i just know in my um i've done it twice and it, it's bit me in my ass where i've actually like opened accounts or you know there's some shit that i should have just waited till i was actually married to do because then you have to unravel the shit and then you're like that's a whole process and it's like in order to really have closure, you got to like solidify a lot of things and and close out so many different avenues. So, yeah, it's I think it's it should be a give and take on 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 um, some of those things. But just some things you should really just wait till you are married to like um, not just explore, but deal with financials and stuff like that. So, OK. Yeah. Fair enough, but here you go. 
He's doing that right now. <laughs> Why you got your face all in the screen? <laughs> Why you doing that right now? <laughs> so, uh, how about you, Savage Kitty? Um, so I'm huge on consistency and also respiration. Mm-hmm. So I feel that it's okay to do wifey duties. You know, some, some women count wifey duties sexually. Some women count wifey duties as, uh, domestic, right? Things mm-hmm. that you do in a home. Um, if that person is reciprocating those things with you or respecting them, or being grateful for them, I think it's okay. Because when you date somebody, if you don't do those things, I feel like um, you're in training, but you're like, you're in a trial run, right? So if if I'm dating somebody and I'm like, this motherfucker don't pick up after nothing, he don't do it, or I'm not doing nothing that shows him that I am serious about the relationship or that I'm contributing, you know, I don't, I'm like, oh, I'm not doing your dish. I'm not, mm-mm, I'm not folding that for you. I'm not wiping that up for you. I'm not, dude, like, why the fuck would he want me around? I'm out here just giving a fuck about myself. Same for him. If he's like, oh, I can't, I can't fix that for you. No, I can't pick up your, whatever you at your script you asked me to do. Um, can you, you know, you ask a little favor and they can't do it. Well, you around what's the point right like so i feel that yes i do feel there are some things that maybe you should draw back on i think it's harder when you actually live with somebody to not because your house is their house so it's not like i'm not going to clean my house because you live there um i think that's where the reciprocation comes in uh if i'm cleaning the house don't come in and kick your dirty shoes off on the middle of the floor that I just washed. Be grateful that I'm doing it and pick mm-hmm. a back for yourself, right? You see, um, it's it's a give and take. Just like if you, you know, as a man, you worked all day, it's you should come home to some food or, you know, hey, the sheets have been changed for you to lay down and be comfortable. I think it's a give and take. Uh, some women think that that's doing wifey duties and that shouldn't happen and i also think that it depends on what stage your relationship is in very if much you're so. freshly dating and you you know you're still doing the netflix and chill thing no mm-hmm. I, you might get a plate if i make some food and you say oh that sounds good okay i'll put some in the tupperware for you but i'm not inviting you over to eat mm-mm. i'm not mm-mm. no okay Fair enough. Um, I think she said it perfectly. I think it's the uh, if you if you're consistent and you guys have the same energy. I think that's probably the same thing. Like you just, just said, if you do something for that person and then you ask that person, can you do something for me? And they say, no, nah, you know, I'm too busy or whatever. Yeah, that's definitely you probably will stop doing that. But I've dated a girl where we were doing the Netflix and chill. And she's like, I'm not sucking your dick or swallowing it because we're not dating. Or, you know, the girlfriend, you know, you're not putting it into my ass because that you're the only my husband's putting it in my ass. So, you know, that, that you know, those are those are those things, you know. So did you say but, only her husband? Yeah, <laughs> I'm saving that for my husband. I'm saying, yeah, it's mostly sexual stuff, but a lot of girls would be like, "You can't get the brown eye unless you're marrying me." Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. How about non-sexual stuff? Have you ever had a girl tell you, "Oh, I'm not doing that. That's that's." Mm-mm. Yeah, you know, I should have I should have seen those red flags in my ex-wife. Um, there was a couple times that when we were dating and she said, no, I'm you know, I'm not doing that. And I should have probably said, OK, I think uh, this concludes our relationship and uh, <laughs> keep subscribing and uh, tune in next week. I, that's what I should have done. But, so she didn't roll uh, your chonies? She didn't roll your chonies? No, you? she didn't roll the underwear. She didn't roll the chonies. Um you know, she didn't do the swirly swirl. Yeah, she just wasn't. Uh, I should have probably. I probably should have. You know, stepped the fuck off, like they said back in the days. 
So, mm -hmm. and I didn't listen to the signs, didn't listen to the signs, but yeah, there's just, uh, like I said, there's some things that girls will put a firm stance on, like, you're not doing that. Cause I'm, that's a, you know, that's a, that's a wifey duty or right. you ain't uh, we're we're, yeah, we're just, you're just a booty call. I'm not doing that for you. You know what so, I mean? How about that? I'm not swallowing. So do you believe, do I'm not doing gurgle, gurgle for you. Go ahead. <laughs> everybody loves a good gurgle gurgle um so do you believe like in that video like she said that if women and we can say men too but mostly women she uses it as an example if they do those things that the men get complacent and then they're like well i've got to marry her i why i got the cow and the milk I don't need to marry her do you feel like that well there's a there was a relationship that i don't want to say names but recently he broke up, she broke up with them because they were dating for so long and he was, uh, you know, getting the milk for free and he never bought the cow and she finally dumped him after 20 years. Mm -hmm. So there's a perfect example of what you said is that uh, he wasn't buying the cow. He was getting the milk for free and she was like, you know, hey, I got to go. So I believe that you do men and women do get complacent in a relationship mm -hmm. But you just got to make sure that they're aware of and how you feel. I think communication, uh, and I think both of you guys can agree, I think communication is the biggest key. If you're not talking and you're not expressing your feelings, um, I know Savage Kitty told me many times, she'll tell you in a minute, I I'm very blunt and I'll tell you how I feel because she doesn't want, you don't want to get complacent. And I think, Shelly, you probably uh, had told Lonnie that you you still you got complacent or he got complacent and it was time for him to go and here uh, I need that house key back. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. yeah, you can't, you, you can't, you can't show up in a bush. You can't oh, be outside. You can't do <laughs> that. Yeah. Okay. No, but that's yeah. be like, grandma, this a, uh, what are you doing here? Why are you here? <laughs> No, my grandkids are crazy. Like, oh, my, but that's even my damn kids are like that. They be like, "What is he doing here?" They they do shit like that with no no filter. I mean, he's I know he's like he. I, if someone said that, I'd probably uh uh I gotta go. I gotta go. Even the little kids, even the little kids are against me. God damn it. <laughs> no, it is because they my my uh my kids and my grandkids they they kind of know my personality and. And when they see something that's contrary to what they know is going on, they just be like, what the hell is this? Listen, you want to hear something funny? I got it. I, have I, my I don't mean to cut you off, but okay. I got it. I, I know you want to go into a story. You got two seconds. I okay. had my kids trained. As soon as I found out the car that the motherfucker drove, I said, listen, it's a blue Buick. Okay, it's got four doors. You're going to watch for this car. I kid you not, in the kitchen window, down fucking mom. A car, blah, 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 just drove by. My kids will catch you drive by. I say, I call him. Did you house? He's like, uh, I was, I was going to the park to play basketball. Of all the streets you have, you chose mine to drive by. That's five blocks past the park. Oh, we're done. You're done. done. You're not we're allowed done. to drive down my street unless I invite you. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so we're going to wrap this up. Shelly, where can they find you? Thanks, guys, everybody, for tuning in today on Saturday. Happy Easter. Go ahead. Happy Easter. Uh, they can find me at shellbond17 um, on Instagram. And sprinkle with your cash app? Oh, it is uh, CH Refuge is my cash app. So if you want to sprinkle me a little something, I agree. So, Lonnie, Lonnie, if you want to do an exit uh, sprinkle, go ahead. All right, Tori. <laughs> I love an exit sprinkle. You can follow me, Tori Rochelle, on Facebook at All Beauty All Beast on Instagram, The Savage Kitty. That's T H E E Savage Kitty on Twitter. Tori Smooches on Snapchat. And if you want to sprinkle me a little extra, it's Tori Rochelle eleven eleven on Cash App. Yeah. So there you go. You uh, you can follow me everywhere at Drake Swift. I don't mean to cut you guys short, but I got to get to work. Uh, you can follow me everywhere at Drake Swift. On all platforms. Happy Easter. You guys take care. Uh, Thanks for tuning in. Yeah, yeah, so make sure you guys are washing your hands. 
Masks are over uh, May 3rd, but always wash your ass. So we play this video and you're out. Peace out. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you or your company are looking to jump into the podcast world, now is the time. The Plug Agency is here to connect you to the full power of podcasting. You just record and leave the rest to us. The people are listening and want to hear from you. Theplug-agency.com. That's theplug-agency.com. Click the link in the episode description for an exclusive offer.